And we are live. This is the Wrap It Up on Blast Raps post game show. As always, my name is Sheldon Alexander. Thank you guys for tuning in once again. And I feel like the vibes are a little different than they were a couple nights ago when we kicked off season four of this podcast. Yes, season four. I got to remind y'all, we've been here for a while. We've been here doing it. It looks a little different, but that's okay. If you've been following us and you know what's been going on, we got a little reno going, so you know the set looks a little different. But as we always say, unpolished and unapologetic, that's how we do it here. This is a Wrap It Up On Blast Raps postgame show. If you're ever looking for us, just know Wrap It Up is a show, On Blast is the network. So if you're ever looking for the podcast, just know you got to search On Blast Podcast wherever you get your pods. That could be on Apple Pods. That could be Apple Pods. That just sounds funny. Apple Podcasts could be on Spotify. Wherever you get your podcasts, that's where we're at. Like and subscribe to the YouTube page. Maybe even the Twitch channel. You know, I'll put up the the graphics, as the kids say, for that, you know? You can follow me on Twitter, at Shell Alexander. Follow me on Instagram, at Sheldon Alexander. We got keys for all that. It's a live show. We talk about the Raptors, and I feel like the vibes will be a lot different. And it's funny, because if you remember, or if you tuned in, or if you follow me on social media, you might have seen that I was like, ah, I wasn't really buying too much into the loss, because it was just great to see Raptors basketball back. And maybe the part that I left out of all that was it was great to see Raptors basketball back on Twitter. And what I mean by that, what I really mean by that is Raptors Twitter, y'all are amazing. Y'all really are amazing, Raptors Twitter. Because the swings are so wild, it is incredible. It is absolutely incredible, the swings that happen on Raptors Twitter. I was about to turn down the music, but I got to bring the music back up. Because there's something I forgot to do. How could I? Our longtime listeners know... Even in Season 4 Vibes of the Wrap It Up Podcast, we are brought to you by Clean Cuts Barbershop, 2013 Danforth Avenue in the east end of Toronto. Clean Cuts, the multicultural barbers that will always keep you fresh for any all occasions. So go see Skip and the crew, and as a wise man once said, tell them that I sent ya. Check them out on Instagram at Clean Cuts Toronto, or give them a call, 416 917 3-3 to book your appointments now. Raptors fans, I know we're still feeling good. I know we're still feeling good. I'll bring down the music now. I'll bring down the music now. Because it's time to get a little serious here. And not too serious, but I mean, it, it's kind of funny. Because I just love the swings that take place on Raptors Twitter, on just a bunch of these places. It's so funny. And, you know, a lot of people that come to the pod that listen to the pod, they know me. And first off, anyone who wants to chat right now, you want to send in your comments and questions, we do that. Go to the YouTube page. If you're watching this somewhere else right now, maybe you're on Twitch, maybe you're on Instagram, shout to my IG people. Go to the YouTube page, Sheldon Alexander. You'll see the live stream. The chat is blowing up there already. So join in that fun there. Huge shouts to all you. Huge shouts to my guy, Skip. Huge shouts to my guy, Mark. Who gave me this We Back t-shirt. He was at opening night. Dropped off a t-shirt for me. Because he's good peoples. And we appreciate good peoples. So shouts to Mark for that. 
Um, here's the thing. Raptors win and Raptors win big. 115 to 83 against the Boston Celtics. And the funny thing is, right? <laughs> the wild swing that Raptors fans did in terms of watching their team get blown out on opening night where, you know, it's going to be a little weird, a little different, a little awkward, especially if you have a brand new team and then you're in front of the fans, which you haven't really been in front of for a very long time. And there's expectations. It's a real game. The lights shine a little brighter and the raps got run out of the gym. So now they return the favor, maybe kind of some karma or something. I don't know. You know, the Raps got run out of the gym and now they got to pay it back. And they pay it back to the Boston Celtics. And this was a beatdown, a straight beatdown. 115-83, the Raptors win. Scotty Barnes is going to be the talk of Raptors Twitter as, you know, everyone will be talking about Rookie of the Year and MVP and we got an All-Star and all this stuff. And it's like, I know I get told that I'm, I'm I try to be the voice of reason. I try to just, you know, play it even keel. But I urge you guys. Just enjoy the ride. There's no need to take the massive swing. And Scotty Barnes doesn't need to be the MVP of the team. He doesn't have to be the greatest Raptor ever. He doesn't have to be an all-star. Just let the man cook. Let the man be. Let the man develop. And enjoy the ride because it's fun. Some of the plays that my guy was making, whether it's going full court and dropping dimes, whether he was going full court and doing Euro steps in the lane and laying it up. My guy had 25 points tonight, 11 of 17 shooting, 13 rebounds. And again, you saw the signs from preseason. You saw the signs from even, you know, um, Summer League, in which you could tell why Masai Ujiri and company were so intrigued by Scotty Barnes. Because of the things that he is able to do at that size, the different ways that he's able to contribute to the team. And I talk about this all the time. If there's one thing about the Masai Ujiri era, you know that they like players who are able to contribute in multiple different ways. And that is definitely Scotty Barnes. You're seeing a little bit of everything. My guy plays defense. He's guarding all types of positions. You see him with a little mid-range game. You see him in the post. You see him, you know, not afraid to step out, handle the ball. It's really interesting. It's really interesting. And it's it's been funny and interesting to see people kind of change their tune as well. And, you know... Hey, if you follow us, cool. If you don't, also cool. I go back to what I said when the draft happened. I didn't know enough about Scotty Barnes. I was kind of more thinking about, you know, I didn't even want Suggs, to be honest. So it wasn't even about a Scotty Barnes versus Suggs things for me. For me, it was just, ah, you had this season where you tanked. You had this season, the first season in a long time, where you had a losing record and you were back down in the doldrums of the lottery, you want to hope that you come away with something legit. And I just didn't know if that was Scotty Barnes. I didn't know. And I'm okay with saying I don't know. I'm okay with saying I'm going to watch and enjoy. Because that's fun. That's fun to see someone develop, to see someone grow, to see someone... Because we know that in his college season, he didn't really have that jump shot. The other game, the other parts of his game was there. But we've already seen him develop more on the offensive end, more than was advertised. Because you know you're going to get the rebounding, you know you're going to get the defense. That's just hustle. That's just heart. And to me, that's what really made him a great pick for the Raptors. I say that because if you think about it, a lot of the dudes that are successful on the Raptors, what do they do? They work hard on the defensive end. 
and they play hard night in and night out. What more do you want, right? And so I bring that up and I want to take in everyone's comments. Just tell me what you're thinking about Scotty Barnes right now. All the people who are on the Instagram feed. Actually, let me put the link in the bio. That way you can go to the proper stream for this, which is on YouTube. You can send in your comments and questions there. We'll talk Raptors. I'll take those questions. I'll read the comments. Um, we can do all of that. And the chat on the YouTube page is just a lot of fun as well. So if you want to be in the chat and just talk to other like-minded, hyped-up Raptors fans as they bask in the glory of a 115-83 victory in, in a bounce-back game, hey, you can do that. People on Instagram right now, go to the link in bio. We got you covered there. And again, shout to the people that are in the chat, just filling it up already. I know my regulars are there. I see Glow Girl Smile. I see Elijah, Tammy, what's up? Annette, Owen, what's going on? It's great to see all of you again and back for another season of the Wrap It Up podcast. Because no matter how we do it, people are going to be here, you know? And I like that. And I appreciate that. If I don't say that enough... I apologize. I really appreciate y'all for rolling with me. Look at this feed, right? Like I'm literally just sitting on my couch. I put a couple hats up behind me and a t-shirt and yeah, here we are. We rolling, we rolling unpolished and unapologetic. That is what we do. But before I get to the comments, because what we do here on this wrap it up podcast, which for people who might be new to this and I got to remind myself, right? And say kind of what we do here because it might be someone's first time. But I'll give you my take on what I thought was going on in the game. Then we'll read some comments and take your questions and do all that fun stuff. But we're really just here to talk about what's going on with the Toronto Raptors. And I try to give you the real talk. I'm not going to try to sugarcoat stuff. Just honest observations. And, you know, I've worked in the industry for a long time. Actually, if you guys took in the full game, I did the opening. I produced and wrote and produced the opening for uh, the opening montage, the tease at the start of the game. You know, huge shouts to my guy Methodist, who I got to voice that for us. We used a track from an artist named Moray. Um, song was called uh, Bad Situations. And the whole theme of the opening tease was just, you know, how do you define an era? The era of Raptors basketball, right? So to me, it's Masai. But on top of that, it's Masai talking about their ability to develop talent. And on the last pod, shout to my guy Nish who messaged me and he said, you know, he enjoyed that part of the conversation we were talking about because the way that we labeled it was asset management. Because that's what developing talent is, right? You're getting young guys, you're, you're trying to find value in places where other people might miss it, and you're just building assets. And so when we go back to the tease, all we were trying to talk about was just that fact. How do you define this era? Well, it's developing talent and being able to try to, you know that the principles of what you've built here, it's playing hard, it's playing defense, it's hustle, it's pride, you know, it's dedication, and yes, a celebration. I was trying to hit some bars, you know, I was trying to get my, my penmanship on here, you know, but I bring that up all up to say, we saw that on full display in this game. And if you go back to the start of the game, and first off, sorry, go, if you're watching this right now, go, you can go check it out on Twitter, or maybe I'll put the link. This is what I'll do. 
I will post the link in the comment section of the opening tease because I want people to check that out because I thought it, it was a lot of fun to do and it's awesome. Like, you know, I've worked in the industry for a very long time. I've had a lot of different jobs. This one was, you know, I switched over to the Raptors last year in the middle of last season, but, you know, it was cool to do projects like this and get a chance to kind of, you know, just have some fun with something. So yeah, I want you guys to check it out. Let me know what you guys think. I'll post it right now. I'll post a video in the YouTube chat right now so people can check that out. If you want to go there, just click on that link. Let the people watch it, see what they think about that. But I bring it up because it was on full display tonight. As you see, the high score, Scotty Barnes, Gary Trent Jr. So much talk coming into the season. We know. The, the faces going forward, it's Freddie, it's Pascal, it's OG. OG has struggled the first two games, and, you know, you're not going to overreact to that. You're not going to panic about that. I think maybe OG, you know, there's a lot of pressure on him coming in, especially with Pascal out. There's a lot of talk, this, the silly narratives that we get in basketball all the time about who's the man. You know when who's the man matters at the end of the game or in the playoffs? Other than that, it's just basketball. And OG, you know, there's certain moments where he's settling for, for bad shots. He's missing bad shots. He just looks off. And that's okay. He'll settle in and he'll figure out the role. Because the biggest thing with this team is there's so many new faces. There's so many new pieces. How is it all going to fit together? It's going to take some time. And one of those new pieces, we talked about the game that Scotty Barnes had. But Gary Trent Jr., there's a lot of talk going on today because Raptors Twitter was doing their thing. Masai Ujiri was on ESPN earlier this afternoon and he was talking about the youth of his starting lineup. And when he went through the ages, Raptors Twitter was quick to realize, wait a second, he didn't mention Dragic, Dragic's age. That was a tongue twister. But he mentioned Gary Trent's age. Gary Trent didn't start game one, so Raptors Twitter was a buzz because they figured, oh, that must mean Gary Trent starting tonight. But the Raptors kept that tight-lipped because nobody really knew officially that Gary Trent Jr. was going to start until the game started. <laughs> like, literally until the opening tip occurred, that's when we heard that Gary Trent Jr. was going to start. And he delivered. Like, it's, it's one thing to want the smoke, you know, and at least for one game, my guy put up the numbers. 20 points, 7 of 13 shooting. And I thought it was cool because you saw a little bit of everything from his game. We know him to be a shooter. We're, we're familiar with his shooting skills. We know that. But I like the way that he was taking the ball to the rim. He wasn't just settling. I thought that was really cool. That was interesting to see from Gary Trent. And just showing the different facets of his game. Like, he's just a bucket getter. He is a professional scorer. And if we're being super, super odd, honest about this Raptors team, they need a dude like that. And it doesn't mean he's going to put up 20 points every night. But every once in a while, you know, the offense was stagnant, especially at the start of the game. It was looking really, really, really ugly as no one was able to buy a bucket other than your man, Scotty Barnes. And if not for Scotty Barnes, maybe it was the Raptors who were getting blown out in this game. But... The Raptors come out and, you know, they bounce back in that second quarter. They start to extend the lead. But, of course, the third quarter is really where the magic started to happen. And, you know, I shouldn't, you know what? I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call myself out. 
I'm going to call myself out because I'm leaving out the real reason when this game turned or the real reason why the Raptors were able to take this turn because even though their shots weren't falling, even though they kept missing shots over and over again, the offense looked terrible. They were able to get stops on the defensive end. And when you're able to get stops, you're able to stay in the game. And it was very reminiscent to me as to why this team is going to have a chance night in, night out to win. And I'm going to go back because I want to find it. I saw it and I was watching the game and I was trying to screenshot it and I missed it. But I want to go back and find the stat at halftime because what really happened in this game, the Raptors played bully ball. When you're losing early on you or your offense is struggling, right? And you're not able to get your shot to fall. The shot's struggling. Your offense is struggling. There's no movement going on with the offense. What you need to do is hustle. What you need to do is get on the glass. What you need to do is turn over the other team, turn defense into offense, and get some easy buckets. And I think the Toronto Raptors, when you go and you look at the halftime stats, the stats that really stood out to me were the fact that the Raptors had points in the paint advantage, and they also had, I think it was fast break points, but rebounding. They dominated the paint. To me, that was a real key to this game because the Raptors, you know, here we are. So second chance points, okay? 32 to 14, the Raptors led. In, sorry, points in the paint, 32 to 14. This is at half. 10 to 2 second chance points. Offensive rebounds, the Raptors had 15. The Celtics had three. Steals, the Raptors had eight. The Celtics had one. And that's how you remain in the game. That's how you keep the game close when your offense isn't really clicking at all. And so at halftime, the Raptors are able to lead by four points, despite the fact that, you know, OG hit some shots. He got a shot going a little bit. But overall, OG was still only four for 18 in this game. But we mentioned Scotty Barnes. Scotty Barnes got off to a good start. He had 15 points in that first half. But again, the shots overall not falling for the Toronto Raptors, but it didn't matter because they did all the dirty work to stay in the game. Give your team a chance to, you know, let someone get hot. Let someone get the opportunity that they could get shots to fall. And I want to go over these stats again because, you know, I caught myself. I was jumping already to the third quarter once the shots started to fall. But to me, the second quarter is really why the Raptors were able to win this game because they did it with defense. They did it with hustle. And that's going to be the identity of this team going forward. That's how they're going to win games. They're going to win games because they play defense. They're going to win games because they hustle, right? And the Celtics, I got a text message from someone watching the game. They're like, the Celtics just look soft, but the Raptors were just imposing their will. We do all this talking about the Raptors length, but what good is all that length if you don't use it? And how do you use it? You dominate the paint. Again, at halftime, 32 points in the paint for the Raptors, 14 for the Celtics. Second chance points, Raptors with 10, Celtics with 2. Offensive rebounds, Raptors with 15, Celtics with 3. Raptors with 8 steals, Celtics with 1. That's at the half. So the Raptors just doing all the little things. And now, how are the Celtics going to overcome that? The only chance they have to overcome that is to shoot the lights out. And hey... If that were to happen, you tip your cap to them and you, you say, hey, more power to you. 
congratulations, you guys won. But instead, that didn't happen. Third quarter came along, Celtics did not shoot the lights out. In fact, they scored 17 points. They were outscored 33-17 to in that third quarter. And in that third quarter, as mentioned, the Raptors did enough defensively in the first half to buy someone some time to get their shot going. And the person who got that shot going was your new starter, Gary Trent Jr. The Raptors closed the third quarter on a 24-6 run. Gary Trent Jr. with 13 points in that third quarter. And I, I was saying, he, he was doing a little bit of everything, right? The scoring was coming in different ways. There's more of a flow to the offense. And the defensive intensity remained. Raptors were up 20 points in Boston. The Boo Birds started to come out for the Celtics. And you got to give the Raps credit. You got to give the Raps credit. But this is the identity that you're going to see from this team. Sometimes it'll be enough for you to win games. Sometimes it'll be enough and you'll just lose games. But the point is, you'll be in games. You give yourself, I said this, after, and remember, go back, tape don't lie. Go back to last pod, and I was saying, the way we were talking about the Nets, right? That Nets team pre-KD. And I always use that team as kind of a guide, a gauge, right? To kind of explain the fact that, you know, what happens in the NBA? There's lots of different reasons why teams win and lose in the regular season on any given night. Schedule, you're tired, you play the night before, long flight. Hey, maybe you were, to quote Jalen Rose, out champagning and campaigning. Who knows? But the one thing that I'll always stand by, if you play hard, tough defense and you have solid ball movement in the NBA, like you play hard. And I know that sounds like some type of cliche, and it's not, but I'm talking you give consistent effort, right? You play hard defense, and you you have a good offense in terms of sharing the ball. You can be a 500 team in the NBA. And that's the identity that this Raptors team showed tonight. And if the other team is just, I hate saying the word soft, but if they don't match the same intensity, which clearly the Boston Celtics did not, when you're getting, you know, you're dominated, you're getting dominated in the paint. You're going to win a lot of games if you're the Raps. Because you're going to catch teams. A lot of people, like, it's hard to do, right? It's hard to play at a high level, high intensity, night in and night out. Yes, they're professional athletes and they're supposed to. But just like you and I, when we go to our jobs some days, or some days we're just not feeling it and we're a little tired. Yes, that happens in the NBA as well. So this is what I mean. The Raptors have a deep team. They have a bunch of guys that can all come out here with the same mindset of we're going to play intense, we're going to play hard, we're going to give it our all. And hey, Scotty Barnes led the way and it was it was a, a beautiful thing to see. And I know a lot of Raps fans don't really like the Celtics. So hey, bask in that, in that dub as well. 115 to 83, the Raptors just lay in the smackdown. Again, 115 to 83. That doesn't even seem real. Like, if I were to tell you that that would have been the scoreline after you watched the Raptors' first game of the season, you'd have called me crazy. But that's just the NBA. Night in, night out. Happy to have the NBA back in my life. And I'm happy to see Scotty Barnes putting in work. Because I like Raptors fans when they get excited. It's, it's really funny. But 25 points, 13 rebounds. Again, I'm going to emphasize 11 of 17 shooting for Scotty Barnes and doing everything, right? 
That's the key. Precious Achua, I haven't mentioned him yet, but he's been starting. Puts up a solid double-double, 15 points, 15 rebounds. You can't teach, like, it's, it's effort. Getting on the glass, effort, night in, night out. It's a great thing to see. That's a solid double-double, 15 and 15. That's real. Just a great night from the Toronto Raptors all around. And the Celtics, I mean, yeah. Celtics just got bullied. I'm interested to see what happens in in another in another matchup. How you know hyped up the Celtics might be, and you got to think the Celtics. It's their home opener. They saw the Raptors get blown out. You look at the Raptors team on paper. It's easy how you could avoid you know taking that team seriously, and they got punched in the teeth. So hey, I'm gonna take some comments and questions again. Huge shouts to the people that are on Instagram feed. Like and follow there. Um, check out the link in bio that'll take you to the YouTube feed. The reason why you want to go to the YouTube feed is that's where the comment section is. That's where, you know, the conversation is going up. It's legit. It's big time. <laughs> Massive conversation always going on in the comment section on YouTube. So make sure you're there. Send in your comments and questions. We read it because we are, I'm going to say it and I'm not saying this because Hey, tape don't lie. The first live and interactive Toronto Raptors post-game show. And we here. Season 4. Let's do it. So, the other reason you go to YouTube is because that's how you support the pod. You know, if you're on YouTube right now, you're watching the video, you like what you see, bless us with the like button. You know? Help us out a little. Nothing wrong with that. Easy way to show that you support the squad that is the movement, which is the Wrap It Up podcast. Part of the On Blast podcast network so let me get to some comments here because there's a lot and i will you know try to answer where i can so glow girl smile says what a difference when we the raptors are aggressive score in the paint gary trent jr was the offensive spark they needed Barnes shined and shows promise of what's to be also says she's working on set but wanted to pop in and say hi Hello, we appreciate that. Always appreciate the support. That's one of our day ones right there. Sanjay says, I know this is a Raptors pod, but Ben Simmons situation is entertainment at its best. Do you think he gets traded before Christmas? Um, I don't know. I feel like Daryl Morey is the kind of person who doesn't want to just give in. I feel like Daryl Morey doesn't want to give him his way, and he's not just going to give up Ben Simmons for nothing. I don't think so anyways. And the game of Ben Simmons trying to just make a mockery of all this, which is what he did by, you know, just leaving practice. Yeah. Also, you heard Joel Embiid come out before the Sixers game tonight. I don't know if people saw this, but I saw it on Twitter. He kind of told the crowd he's trying to, like, lessen the blow from the Philly crowd, the Philly faithful, and say, hey, that's still our brother, we support him, blah, 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 because he has to say that, because on the off chance, Ben is going to come back, the boos are going to come, so Joel needs to at least, you know, leave that door open to show, hey, we support you, even though we really know what's going on, but either way, Raptors pod, let's talk about the Raptors, bun the Sixers, we already know that Kawhi stole their soul, the four bounce stole their soul, I will always just see that image of Embiid crying. And then Jimmy Butler left and told us that Ben Simmons was about, wasn't was about that life. So here we are. 
Uh, Francis says, Raps fans are going to be popping tonight. They're hyped up. Elijah says, it's good to be back. Hello, everyone. Shouts to Tammy, another one of our longtime viewers here on the Wrap It Up pod. Tammy says, just a glimpse of what the Raptors can be in the future. And hey, again, I put it in the chat, so let me know what you guys think. I, I want to know from the real fans if you guys enjoyed that tease, so that opening. So watch it. Let me know what's going on because to me, that's what it's about. Trusting in Masai that he's going to be able to build the team up again. And hey, Scotty Barnes delivered at least tonight. But, 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 but. You guys know that I'm not the person to ride the wave up and down and like, you know, think that everything's going to be gravy. There's going to be good nights. There's going to be bad nights. Let the kid develop and just enjoy the ride. Enjoy the ride. And, you know, like we've always said for a long time, trust in Masai Ujiri. Right? Incha says Gary Trent Jr. should be starting always. I mean, I, I really, I think that's going to be the thing. I, you got to come back and start him next. I think maybe they wanted to start Dragic because, you know, in part, you are still somewhat trying to showcase him at the same time. But Gary Trent Jr., he comes out like that. You're going to earn more starter minutes for sure. I just see a large, uh, all caps, someone saying Scotty. <laughs> well played. Uh, another comment. I'm prepared for a fun season. Not sure how many wins, but I'm here for the improvement and seeing into the future. I'm all about those vibes. All about those vibes. Inches says, is there any Twitter that is emotionally stable at all? It's a great point. It's a great point. I hear you. I hear you. Francis says, Scotty was trending number one on Twitter in Canada. That's incredible. We love to hear that. Shouts to Scotty Barnes. Catherine says, it's good to be back. And we got a win tonight. I'll be honest. The vibes of the pod is, are always a little different when we got the wins. Always a little different. Shouts to the people watching right now on Twitch. Appreciate you as you try to build up the Twitch stream. You know, trying to just give people different ways to watch. Some people are Twitch people. Some people are YouTube people. I just got to YouTube first. So, hey, huge shouts to people wherever you're watching. We support you anyways because we're a Raptors pod. So, if you like the raps, cool. I can understand that, you know? We try to, to walk that line where I give the real talk, where I understand we're fans of the team. Um, but also, I like to walk the line of the fact that we're able to just have nuanced conversations about what's really going on, you know? And I, I think that's fun. I think that's fun. I rep the Raptors because the Raptors rep Toronto, and I rep Toronto above all. So if you rep Toronto, I'm with you. The Raps definitely rep for Toronto. Aisha says, Trent is a better defender than Norm. OG and Fred Van Fleet needs to chill a bit. It's You got you to gotta understand too, right? I understand where that's coming from. OG had another bad shooting night. Freddie had some moments, but I really think Freddie played really well in that third quarter and was a stabilizing force for the Raps. He was just creating plays. That one set where, I mean, he got a shot blocked and then just decided that he was going to shoot a deeper three over Robert Williams. I thought that was hilarious. Freddie even gave a little chuckle after that. But Freddie was just controlling the offense, controlling the tempo, driving, kicking, getting his point guard on. And that's the role that he plays for that this team now. And I think that's incredible. I think that's awesome. It's really cool to see. I'm not worried about OG shooting, 
because I think that, you know, the public narratives, I don't know if that's the same narrative within the room or if that, you know, just because the people keep saying, oh, is this the year OG takes a leap? You know, that doesn't make it realistic. That doesn't mean it's going to happen. And it also doesn't mean that if he doesn't take this like crazy leap where people try to throw out things like Kawhi, you know, he's still a really good player and he's still a really good asset, right? And he's someone who you've grown up with. You've seen grown in your system, and I think that part's cool. Fly Miss, huge shouts to Fly Miss. Another one of our regulars says, can't lie, I was a bit disappointed when we didn't draft Suggs just because I know we need more offense, but I trusted in Masai, and now we see he was right in all caps. I mean, it's early, but the early lead is Scotty Barnes. And I mean, not only has Scotty Barnes done so much on the court, but Scotty Barnes, whether it's, you know, taking the tours of Toronto, showing the Instagram videos and all that, like he has, you know, adapted himself to the city and to the fan base so much that people have bought into that and they want to root for him because he just seems like a likable dude. It just makes it all the better. Uh, shouts to Donna. Donna says, glad, glad to be here. Glad to have you, Donna. Welcome back. K2's Garnett. Uh, this was even more satisfying because it was against the Celtics. <laughs> Well played. Uh, that's that's pretty good. Here's a question. When was the last time a, ra a rookie Raptor was playing like this? Well, sorry, I'm, I'm full disclosure. It's been a long week. I'll just say that, you know. And I'm not complaining because I do what I love and I enjoy it. But like, yeah. Obviously, the full-time job, we were doing the tees, getting us ready for, for the, the Raps opening game, which was a lot of fun to do, and it was in, it was just a fun process. There's a lot of stuff behind the scenes that goes into that. But then on top of that, you know, we got the DRF football pod, which we do twice a week, talking football and sports betting. We got that going on. I was doing that before I went to, you know, handle the, the Raptors stuff. Then, of course, we did this wrap it up pod on Wednesday night, add in the challenge pod, which we recorded yesterday, like lots going on. I came home late last night and then was back up this morning recording the other pod, the, the, uh, DRF football picks pod, and then back to work to finish the teases, do the pregame show, then come back home to do this. So the reason I tell you all this is if you understand when I struggle to read a comment, <laughs> it's cause as soon as this is done, I'm going to crash on my couch and fall asleep. I just know it. But I like to thank the Raptors for giving me the energy, for getting me hyped up to do this. Because that's what this is about. I can be so tired, but as soon as the lights come on and it's time to go and I see all the people in the chat getting hyped up, gets me hyped. I'll just try to do better at reading the comments. <laughs> and hope that my eyes hold up for a little longer so I can read the comments. Huge shouts to the people that are popping in on the Instagram feed again on the Instagram feed. We have that up, but we have it up just to tell you, go to the link in bio on Instagram. That'll take you to the real feed, which is on YouTube where you can, you know, join in the chat there because huge conversation going and sorry, because I will get to this comment, which says, when was the last time a rookie was playing like this on the Raptors? Now, here, here's the thing, okay? I'm going to say this. It's game two, okay? It's a great game for Scotty Barnes. Not taking anything away from it. 
It's a great, 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 great game. But can't we just enjoy it? Let's just enjoy it. We don't have to jump to conclusions about what his ceiling is and what he could be. Like, he looked great. Let's just enjoy that and think that it was awesome. We don't have to compare it to what did Vince do when he was a rookie? What did Damon Sotomayor do when he was a rookie? What didn't Norm do or what didn't Pascal do or OG do as a rookie? Like, all of those things. We don't need to do that. Just let Scotty cook and enjoy the ride. It's my thoughts anyways, and I could be wrong. That's just my opinion. Get hype. Enjoy it. But let Scotty be Scotty. And and I say that for multiple reasons, but the biggest reason is I don't know if we've seen a player like this on the Raptors. Like Pascal is, you know, he can handle the ball, he can run the floor, he can do all that, but like that passing gene that Scotty has is a little different. Right? Like that's a little something else there. So and and it's just different. It's different than Pascal. And I think that's the real interesting part for me. So let him be him. Let Scotty be Scotty. We don't got to compare him to anyone. Just enjoy the ride. Uh, Catherine says, we all we should always trust Masai. It's true. And that was the whole premise of the, the of the tease. This era of Raptors basketball, the key component is Masai Ujiri, and we trust him. The man said we wanted to win in Toronto, and we won in Toronto. <laughs> and now he's saying he wants to do it again. So who am I to tell him that he can't do it? <laughs> Ngozi, huge shouts. One of our longtime viewers, listeners of this Wrap It Up pod says, wow, that was impressive. Raptors got to remember that they will make their bones on defense. Boston did not match Toronto's energy. And Scotty, my goodness. <laughs> it's true. It's true, true, true. That is a great comment. And I agree with all of that wholeheartedly. Boston wasn't ready for the fun police tonight they weren't they, they just weren't ready uh what else do we got here uh canis major also admits that it's okay i wanted green too and hey this is why i like this chat and i like you know the people that interact with us here on the pod because there's honesty here like we're allowed to have an opinion and then admit that we'd be we're wrong that's normal human behavior you're allowed to be wrong we're allowed to disagree we're allowed to have an opinion get more information and then change our minds <laughs> that's an okay thing to do and so i appreciate that when people come through on the pod and talk about that because that's what i'm gonna do too right i'm gonna say when i'm wrong it's all right it happens Someone says, Scotty going to be a problem, though. <laughs> I like the hypeness of people. But the Raptors Twitter thing, I brought that up and I tweeted it because the swings are so, like, wide-ranging for the Raptors, for Raptors Twitter. Like, it's just incredible to me how far it's like the sky is falling and then two seconds later, or two seconds later, two days later, we back, we're going to the championship. Right? Uh, sorry, as I just scrolled to Twitter, I just see uh, this quote from Josh Lewenberg. Scotty Barnes, quote, shout out to the CFL, man. No context. <laughs> what? I don't know what's going on. Let me go back to the comments. Let me go back to the comments. Let me pick up the vibes of the fan base. I, one of the things I love doing the most on this pod is just picking up the vibes. What are the people saying? What are the streets saying, right? Uh, someone's asking, does anyone feel bad for Flynn playing garbage time? 
Uh, Donna brings up a good point and just says, long season, Flynn will get his due time. It's true. You got to remember all, I told you guys this on the last pod, right? Listen to every time Masai Ujiri talks, he's emphasizing the fact that this is a young team. And what happens with young teams is they're inconsistent. So when you have a lot of young players, everyone's going to get their chance to shine. So whatever has caused Malachi to not be in the rotation right now, it's okay. He's going to get another shot at some point, right? And you don't know how it's going to happen. I'm not going to say one of the ways because I don't wish that way to happen to anybody. But, you know, we know what we're talking about. The availability, let's say, right? So we want, you know, to see Malachi do well because you want to see him continue to develop. But his time will come. His time will come. The Town Hero says Gary Trent Jr. had some amazing hustle on the defensive end today, too. That's a great point, and I give you a lot of credit for bringing that up because, you know, I was only talking about the offensive end and didn't even bring up how well he also did on defense. And that's an important factor, a very important factor. And I'm glad you brought that up. So true. Another comment. Is it just me or is Fee a bit of a ball hog out there? Dude trying to get his at every chance with zero success. <laughs> Well, there's with a team that's like this as well, there's a lot of opportunity and there's going to be a lot of people who think they could just come in and shoot or shoot, try to get their shots up. I'm not going to be mad at them for that. Come here, try to get yours within the system, within the offense, and the rest will take care of itself. If you do it too much, Nick Nurse will put you on the bench. If you don't play the team game, you'll be on the bench. But if you're aggressive, not only for yourself, but in trying to get other people going as well, more power to you more power to you indeed uh, another comment we need to trade goron asap they're watching malachi's they're wasting malachi's potential on a washed up role player who doesn't make us better i like dragic but i want malachi to get playing time way more so here's the thing that i will say to that in order for you to get rid of dragic you need to play him so that he can up his value and I assume that's what they're trying to do right now. You're trying to let him play so that other teams can see what he has left in the tank. And maybe someone wants to make you an offer for him. But I guarantee you that if that doesn't happen, and let's just say no teams are out here trying to make a trade, the Raptors will do something and maybe buy him out late in the season. Like He will not be taking up minutes away from uh, the younger guys. As this season continues, it's just not going to happen. And do you know how I know this? Because it already took just one game for him to not be a starter anymore and to have Gary Trent Jr. in the starting lineup, right? Patience, people, patience. It's only game two. It's only game two. Uh, also says we don't, oh, okay, we don't need a good return. Uh, trade him for a bag of chips at this point. He's doing nothing. No, no, no. That's not how asset management works. It just isn't. I'm sorry. It just isn't. Uh, Blackhawk says Celtics were lacking energy from their main guys. I suspect their overtime game with the Knicks drained them, and I can live with that. Again, right? The NBA schedule, that's what happens at times. You know, you're drained from not only the double overtime game in MSG, which was just rocking, but now you got to get up and gear up for your own home crowd, it's a lot of energy right away. 
a lot of energy right away. And if you're the Raps, whatever, you don't care. Take the dub. Take the dub. A lot of people just don't want to see Dragic playing. Here's another comment. Dragic is a veteran. His value is what it is. Raptors will hold on to him until the right offer comes along. His value will go up if another team struggles or a playoff team's PG gets injured. Very good point there by Quiet Storm. Also says, uh, you got to remember, Freddie isn't exactly Iron Man. If and when he gets injured, I'm knocking on wood for you as I read this. Dragic will have value for the Raps. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Paul says, Paul K says, Sheldon, welcome back. Missed you. I'm here. Well, the Raptor season wasn't going on. You know, I know you guys, sometimes people want a lot of off-season content, but the schedule doesn't really allow for that. Also, I think more stuff would have happened if... Uh, the reno, if the reno was complete and I had the studio up, you know, where I could just come home, hit a couple buttons, and then we're going, instead of having to, like, set up a light or set up, you know, move mics around and all this stuff, might might be getting more content that way. But until then, hey, just got to wait for the rap season, and here we are. Here we are. And I'll do this after every game that I can. You know, sometimes a work schedule will will dictate that I won't be available to do it, but when I can... I'll be here, and I appreciate you guys rocking with me as you do. There's so many comments, and I'm going to keep going because Raptors fans are hype. So if Raptors fans are hype, I'll be hype. It's Friday night. I'm already tired as it is. What do I need to stop now for, right? Uh, Fly Miss says, they lied. They said Scotty couldn't shoot, <laughs> right? Hey, if there's, first off, Scotty Barnes and the Raptors might be such an even better match than we give credit to because we can see that he's a hard worker. And then we also know that the Raptors develop young talent. Add those things together, sky's the limit. Giovanni says Scotty can drive to the basket. Yes, yes, he can. Another comment it would be great for Nick Nurse to find minutes for Delano. Okay, there's not enough minutes for Delano, there's not enough minutes for. Uh, Malachi, there's not enough minutes for, you know, to show off the trade asset that you want Goran Dragic to be, right? These things will work themselves out, right? They will, they will. Uh, what else do we got here? I'm still going through comments. I really appreciate you guys. Uh, Logan, huge shouts to Logan. He says, Scotty Barnes, future groat. I'm sold. <laughs> Logan, I'm not mad at you, my dude. I'm not mad at you. I'm going to let Raptors fans be happy. It's two games in, and a lot of people were devastated after that first game, so I'm going to let you all be happy now and enjoy that because that was great. Uh, G-Man comes in and says, Celtics podcasters hated on Scotty. I mean, oh, they said he can't shoot. I mean, hey, if the Celtics were out here drafting Scotty Barnes, they'd probably be singing a different tune, right? Said they they had to go back to Al Horford. Just gonna let that one go. But anyways, uh, what do we got here? Oh, Logan says, "Hey y'all, don't forget to like the video. Appreciate that. Really appreciate y'all." Uh, Logan also asking, hoping for a pod with Webby soon. So am I. We just got to make our schedules connect. And you know, my schedule is kind of crazy right now. Then add that into Webby has a a, a young growing child and a full-time job, and lives across the country in a different time zone, we will make it work at some point. 
but I'm just kind of all over the place right now. We're both super busy, lots going on. Plus being like back to work, like back to the office, like the commuting and all that. So much going on, right? But we will try. We definitely will try Logan and appreciate that for sure. I mean, I'd love to just call up Webby and ask him what's going on with his man's Ben Simmons, right? I should ambush him and just call him for like five minutes and be like, yo, man, what's going on with Simmons, really? Like, give me give me the reels. <laughs> what's a Philly perspective? Uh, Owen says, Scotty knows the CFL is underrated. <laughs> well played, well played. Paul says, what do you think of no Malachi basically in two games? Yeah, we were talking about that. I just think, you know, it's not a big deal. His time will come. His time will come. And this is a team, we talked about it before as well. We know how much Nick Nurse values practice. So there's nothing wrong with a little competition. Competition in practice shouldn't deter you or shouldn't stop you. So going at Delano in practice, going against Freddie in practice, none of that should stop him, right? Uh, Elijah says, yeah, I saw people beating up Fred and OG mid game. Now that the game is over, those people are happy. Yes. That's the wild swings of MB of Raptors Twitter. And as someone else pointed out, just, I'm sure if you go to any team's Twitter, it's the same thing. So it's unfair for me to just say Raptors Twitter, but obviously Raptors Twitter is where I try to live. So, Hey, I understand. And what's going on. And says, I fell in love with Scotty when he stopped off the, when he stepped off the plane the day after the draft night with his arms stretched out. Yeah, he he came in with the positive vibes. And people are attracted to that. They're going to be attracted to that. Um another comment when Gary Trent Jr came to the Raps, people were talking about his defense like it can't improve. This guy is 22. Come on. Totally agree. And I think his defense is pretty good. I don't think his defense was bad in Portland at all. I don't think so at all. Uh, normally in garbage time is when we lose points, but our guys push the ball and still scored. Sign of a maturing team. And if you think about it, you want to build your strong bench. That's how this whole thing started. And by this whole thing, I mean this whole era thing with the Toronto Raps. So again, huge shouts to the people in the YouTube chat. Really appreciate you if you're on uh, Instagram, huge shout to my guy, Trevi. I see you popping in the chat there. If you're on Instagram, click the link in bio. That'll take you to the YouTube feed and then bless us with a like. That's how you support the pod there on YouTube. Really appreciate you guys tuning in and rocking with us on the wrap it up podcast, part of the on blast podcast network. The OGs know we've been here before everyone else. And Hey, I appreciate that. I'm not mad at anyone else. I love that fact that there are more people talking about the Raptors right now because it's just showing the growth of the community, the growth of Raptors fans, the growth that there's that much people out here that care enough about the city and this team to dedicate their time to talking about it with other like-minded people. Hey, positive vibes. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Uh, another comment here says, Sheldon, you think the Celtics unable to space properly tonight is attributed to their, to the length of the raps. I definitely think it, it, it's not easy going against the Raptors. It can't be. They're running lineups out there where it was Fred, OG, Scotty Barnes, Birch, and Chris Boucher. <laughs> 
Like that's a matchup nightmare. You're driving to the basket and you know, you got all this length trying to block your shot. You got all this length trying to get rebounds. Yeah, I think a lot of teams are going to struggle with that. And also, it just gives you multiple bodies to throw at Tatum and Brown. Most teams will struggle against the Celtics because they don't have enough perimeter defenders or enough length on the perimeter to guard Tatum and Brown. The Raptors, on the other hand, have way too much, (laughs) right? Or people are wondering about minutes. It's just awesome. It's an awesome place to be. But again... Here, if you come if you come here to this pod every day, then you know that I'm not going to do the wild swings of, oh no, the season's over. Oh yes, they're making the playoffs. No, enjoy the ride. That's the beauty of it. That's the fun of it, right? You were so attached to Kyle Lowry because you watched the struggle at the beginning. Think about that. You're so attached to DeMar because you watched him as a rookie get better year in, year out, Right? So now this is just the opportunity to do that again with Scotty. Enjoy the ride. Enjoy the ride. Uh, Someone's asking, no draft talk, no preseason talk. I mean, we could do that, but hey, time and place, time and place. As I said, lots going on. The Renault, like, you know, we're supposed to be in a studio right now. Studio's not there. So that maybe that would have led to more content. I don't know, but you can't focus on the past. We just deal with what we can deal with now, right? And what we're dealing with now is another Raptors win, 115-83. to 83. Again, your Toronto Raptors come out as winners. I'll say that again for you. Raptors win 115. I'm going to say that again. 115-83. to 83. Toronto Raptors are winners. Your man, Scotty Barnes. If we weren't at a place already... Where Raptors fans were in love with Scotty Barnes. Well, we're here now. And why are we here now? Because your man, Scotty Barnes, 25 points, 11 of 17 shooting, 13 rebounds. That's just work. In his second game in the NBA while going up against Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Scotty Barnes again, 25 points, 11 of 17 shooting, 13 rebounds. The Toronto Raptors started this with defense we've said that throughout this whole run how do they succeed they do it on defense they turn things over in the second quarter they started to get things going and then third quarter celtics weren't ready 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 they just weren't raptors win to even up their record at one and one and they're right back at it against the dallas mavericks luca waiting in toronto for the raps And we'll be right here as well on this Wrap It Up podcast, which we do after each and every Toronto Raptors game. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts in case you, you know, maybe you're out on a Friday night. Maybe you're out on a Saturday night. Just know that you can find us wherever you get your podcasts on Apple, on Spotify, on Google, Google podcasts. You know, there's just a lot of places where you can find us. And of course, Like and subscribe to the YouTube page if you ever want to know how you support the pod, support the movement. You do that on YouTube, and I appreciate that. I really, really do. Also know we got lots going on, and, you know, an extension, a sister pod, we'll say, is we got the DRF Sports Pod going up, which we do football picks twice a week, Tuesdays and Fridays. 
check us out there. It's also how you support the movement. Lots going on. You Killed It is still going. We got that going as well. The challenge season is heating up so much. But of course, I know you guys are here for the Raptors. I know the vibes. And as long as the vibes here are Scotty Barnes putting in mega work, we're going to be here doing the Wrap It Up podcast because that's what we do. All those other things have come because of this podcast and because of you guys supporting the pod. And I appreciate that if I don't say it enough. So thank you guys for tuning in. Remember, you can find me on Twitter at Shell Alexander, on Instagram at Sheldon Alexander. Make sure you go to, maybe I'll repost it, or if not, go to Sportsnet's page and make sure you watch our opening tease. That was a lot of fun for me to write and produce, and huge shouts to Moray. We got the song. We used his song. Shouts to my guy, Methodist, who voiced our opening. Make sure you check that out. I'll post it on either my social media feeds on Twitter or on Instagram. That was a lot of fun. We got lots going on. We're doing Raptors openings. We're doing Wrap It Up podcasts. We're doing football picks. We're watching the challenge. Lots going on, and none of it is possible without you guys, so I really appreciate that. Thank you for tuning in. We're back Saturday night as the Raptors will slow down Luka. You think the Raptors have enough bodies to guard Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown? Just wait and see what they do to Luka Doncic. Just remember where you heard it first. Again, my name is Sheldon Alexander. Thank you for tuning in. And as I always say, I used to pray for times like this to rhyme like this. This is the Wrap It Up on Blast Raps postgame show. As always, unpolished and unapologetic. Until next time, see ya. Oh.